Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Trump removes watchdog of virus rescue oversight. Acting Navy boss submits resignation amid coronavirus criticism. And Mexico's social spending, but no business bailout. It's Wednesday, April 8. I'm Anthony Davis. Donald Trump has removed the Inspector General tapped to chair a special oversight board for the $2.2 trillion economic relief package on the coronavirus, the latest in a series of steps Trump has taken to confront government watchdogs tasked with oversight of the executive branch. In the past four days, Trump has fired one Inspector General tied to his impeachment, castigated another he felt was overly critical of the coronavirus response, and sidelined a third meant to safeguard against wasteful spending of funds for businesses in economic distress. On Friday, Trump fired Michael Atkinson, the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, and on Monday assailed a health and human services official who criticised the administration's response to the crisis. On Tuesday, Trump removed Glenn Fine, the acting Defence Department Inspector General and a veteran watchdog who had been selected by peers last month to oversee the economic aid package. Now it's unclear who will oversee the rescue law. Trump's latest move threatens to upend the rigorous oversight that Democrats in Congress demanded for the huge sums of money being pumped into the American economy because of the virus. It's also part of a broader conflict between Trump, a president adverse to outside criticism, and the watchdog community tasked with identifying mismanagement and problems inside government agencies. Donald Trump was warned at the end of January by one of his top White House advisers that coronavirus had the potential to kill hundreds of thousands of Americans and derail the US economy unless tough action was taken immediately, new memos have revealed. The memos were written by Trump's economic adviser Peter Navarro and circulated via the National Security Council widely around the White House and federal agencies. They show that even within the Trump administration, alarm bells were ringing by late January at a time when the president was consistently downplaying the threat of COVID-19. 
Acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley has submitted a letter of resignation to Defence Secretary Mark Esper. That's according to an official who spoke on condition of anonymity in order to discuss the matter before an official announcement. The official says Modley has also told staff he is quitting. Modley had created a combustible controversy by firing the captain of the USS Theodore Roosevelt last week, saying Captain Crozier had shown extremely poor judgment in widely distributing by email a letter calling for urgent help with the COVID-19 outbreak aboard his ship. Modley then flew to the ship at port in Guam and delivered a speech to the crew in which he lambasted Crozier, saying he was either too naive or too stupid to be in charge of an aircraft carrier. On Monday night, at Esper's insistence, Modley issued a public apology, but by then the calls amongst Democrats in Congress for his resignation were mounting. On Tuesday, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Modley should lose his job. At least 173 sailors aboard the ship had tested positive for the coronavirus as of Monday. About 2,000 of the 4,865 crew members had been taken off the ship to be tested. After an unofficial transcript of Modley's remarks and an audio recording of his speech circulated widely on the internet on Monday, Representative Elaine Luria, a Virginia Democrat and Navy veteran, called for Modley to be fired. Luria said that Modley's comments show he is in no way fit to lead the Navy. Luria's district includes Naval Station Norfolk, the world's largest naval base. Mexican President Andrés Manuel López Obrador has said there will be no huge economic stimulus program as the country faces the threat of a coronavirus-induced crisis almost certainly unlike it has ever seen in the past. Instead, the administration will expand social programs, continue to prop up the heavily indebted state-owned oil company, deepen the government's austerity campaign and do everything possible to avoid taking on more debt. The economic reactivation plan remains consistent with his administration's priority of helping Mexico's most vulnerable through greater public spending on social welfare, keeping people employed and cutting costs in the sprawling government, he said. As an example, he said the top level of government bureaucrats, from undersecretaries on up to him, will have their salaries reduced and give up their annual year-end bonuses. López Obrador promised to create two million new jobs over the next nine months, a seemingly incredible goal in a stagnant economy, and he gave no details on how he would do it. López Obrador quoted US President Franklin D. Roosevelt, who he described as that country's best president. We have always known that heedless self-interest was bad morals. We know now that it is bad economics. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news. Daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. 
Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast.